The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Wingbet. Wingbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, Wingbet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the Wingbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use your promo code SGP on your first deposit. Receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com and the promo code SGP. Also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contests. With over $30,000 up for grabs over the season, you need to go to oddscrowd.com to sign up today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. SGPN is giving you the chance to win $100,000 on NFL Week 1, exclusively on the SGPN app. Well, listen, your records are unbelievable. Last year, um, Sierra has top goal scorer. Yes. Um, golden boot in the Euros. We, like, us as players know that this is not finished. You know, you've still got more to give, um, more to prove as well, because I know I know your mentality. Um, and when you put that shirt on, I know you, you're you going to be trying to do that. This is, why, this is why I'm here. I'm not here for, for vacation or, as I told you, before was good winning important things that I wore the shirt before many years ago but I'm here to win again I'm capable me and my teammates uh, I'm ready to go I'm ready to go and I think it's a it's a good chance for me for the supporters for the 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 club you know to give one step ahead so I'm ready and I think I will be a huge thing in the like I know you're three ready. four years I know that we're, we're just gonna go over to the but good the feeling to, you know to come nice in nice feeling come, eh? yeah 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 I remember you standing here. Very nervous. Yeah, very I was nervous. So nervous. I didn't expect to play uh, because when I when I signed from Manchester, I thought that I will be back to Portugal. We will stay there one more year, and so Alex Ferguson said, "No, no, you're gonna stay here, and you you're gonna be in the squad for the game." Yeah. And I was super nervous. I called my friends and everyone, and I didn't expect even to start to to come on in the game. So I was super nervous. And I hope the experience, of course, I will be nervous Saturday, you know, but I'm more mature, I'm more experienced, I will be prepared. And I hope I'm going to make pressure to Wally now to start in 11s. <laughs> 100%, yeah, 100%. So I'm ready, I'm ready to go. So obviously the, the memories from here are excellent, but how good is it knowing that Ollie's still here? You know, we've got Michael Carrick, Darren Fletcher. Yeah. You know, I'd, I, me personally, it just feels better. You know, because you've known him in the past, you've played with him. Um, you, you've sort of seen the squad now and what Ollie's trying to build, and I'm guessing that was a big part of rejoining. The approach, of course, it's it's more it's more easy for me. As you know, we we play with with Ollie, Fletch, Carrick, and it's they know me, they know the way I am, the way I play. Uh, so it's great, you know, to be part of 
of the history of Manchester United and right now with the new player, new generation. I think we, in our time, only Tommy was there. Yeah. The rest, it's all new Correct. people. Yeah. I see everything, it's, it's changed, but the mentality never changed of this club. It's always to win. Uh, to make history, and I'm here to help the team to, you know, to make to make history again and put Manchester where, where they deserve to be. I hope that you start every game and score many goals. I hope, to, I hope, to, I hope the same. So thank you very much. I will be give, good. I will give my best, and I hope to enjoy the fans. That is the most important, and uh, I'm looking forward to start uh, Saturday. And Saturday is just one day away as we're recording the show. I will be at the game tomorrow, which will hopefully feature the debut of Cristiano Ronaldo. I cannot see how it won't. We're seeing some stories that he's going to start on the bench. I just cannot see that. He's just asked to start there in that video. He said he's ready to start. He's been back before most of the other international players because he didn't play Portugal's second game because he was on a suspension. So he's been there since Monday, Tuesday. So I just cannot see how Cristiano Ronaldo doesn't start for Manchester United tomorrow. We'll cover that game first, but first of all, you are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow me as the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter. That's at SGP Soccer, at SGP Soccer. For my additional content, check out my website, lockbetting.com. We are about to have our 100th month of Transparent Track Profit. That's because we already have 13 units this month in the bank based on the way we have decimated the Tennis US Open. But it's still a great time to sign up because we are releasing our Champions League futures and you can still get most of our NFL futures. And you can go back and get our domestic soccer futures as well. Plus, we are putting out plays every day, NFL Week 1 on Sunday. And of course, domestic soccer returning after an unbelievable start to the soccer season. We look to continue it this week with the weekend slate with, of course, the EPL and, of course, all the fixtures across Europe. The European show is exclusive to LockBetting.com. And here on the SGP, you can get the EPL show, which you're listening to, and Scamessa Italia. You also have a Champions League preview available at the moment, covering all of the futures. And then we'll release a Match Day 1 show on Monday. So make sure you check out all my content. The best way to get it is to subscribe to the Soccer Gambling Podcast. So let's look at this Manchester United game against Newcastle. They are the 1-5 to favourites to win it. It's 13 to 2 on the draw and it's 14 to 1 here on Newcastle. This should be an interesting game. Now, normally under these circumstances, historically I know that you shouldn't be taking uh, Manchester United or any big sides off the back of an international window, especially when it comes to covering big handicaps. Now, I don't take them generally to win because the odds don't really factor in the fact that they're coming off an international break. And what we largely see is lacklustre performances whilst we see teams priced up at silly prices, like Man United here at the moment, as the minus 500 favourites to win this game. That doesn't reflect the fact that loads of players are coming back from an international break. However, in this particular instance, it doesn't seem like that is a major factor. We've got Ronaldo back early. We've got Jaden Sancho pulling out of the England squad. We've got Mason Greenwood already here. Wan-Bissaka didn't make the squad. Uh, I don't think Matic has been away either. So I don't think these players have got monumental minutes in their legs. Obviously, it's more than the Newcastle players. But I still think Man United will go on to win this game and will probably win it comfortably, especially with Cristiano Ronaldo in the side. This is a very good game to come back to. Man United's only home game of the season so far has seen them beat Leeds 5-1. This Newcastle side have one point 
from their three games so far and have conceded eight goals in total, which is not good when you're coming up against this Man U attack. And it could be Sancho Greenwood and Ronaldo all of whom are super fresh. Uh, Mason Greenwood himself has scored in all three of Manchester United's games so far, and he's available at 6-5 to five to score in this one. If he doesn't start, that bet should be voided. Make sure your book voids that bet. I see goals in this game. I could even see Newcastle contributing towards the scoring, but I don't see it finishing under two and a half goals. I would be taking Man United here on the money line and I would be tacking on the over two and a half goals in that one. There's been loads of goals in the Newcastle games. The first Man United game at Old Trafford had six of them when they beat Leeds 5-1. Obviously, a repeat would be amazing, but I just think Manchester United do win a game here with goals in it. Not saying Ronaldo's going to score or he's not going to score. He should score against this calibre of opposition, especially seeing as they conceded so many goals this season. But I just see Man United managing to come out on top with the over two and a half goals. They don't need to be convincing because Newcastle can contribute towards that tally. But obviously, we'll be looking for a three or four nil win as a as a Manchester United supporter. So Man United and over two and a half will be the pick. That particular play is available at eight to 13 here for this game. Now, before we move on and go back to the other Premier League games and and run back in order, uh, this is a good opportunity for me to plug the fact that I've already done a Cristiano Ronaldo show. So there may be a lack of chatter here about Cristiano Ronaldo other than that interview with Wes Brown I put at the start of the show. But you can go back still and listen to my Ronaldo special. It was only released about two weeks ago, so it still should be fresh on the feed. And you can listen to all of the Ronaldo specials I gave out. There was a lot on that show, so it's well worth your while going back and listening to that and tracking that podcast down. So let's move on to the fixtures. We begin tomorrow at 12.30 with Crystal Palace versus Tottenham, where Palace are the 3-1 to dogs. It's 5-2 to on the draw, and it's even money here on Spurs. Spurs are a team who have had a lot of international players um, away, so they may struggle a little bit more than they should here on paper, seeing as they're the team coming into this with a 100% record. But I expect them to grind out a result, and grinding out results is all they've done this season. And I think this is almost guaranteed to be a low-scoring game. Spurs have won four of the last five games on the Nuno to nil. Palace have failed to win their last 11 London derbies, which is what that is if you're not familiar with where these teams are on the map. Crystal Palace are a London club. Spurs have won all three of their openers, one new, as I said, and Spurs have won seven of their last nine Premier League matches, extending to the end of last season as well. So I expect Tottenham to grind out the win here. That's all they've done so far this season. So they have experience in doing that. But obviously, you're going to be looking at a Palace team with less internationals. They may be slightly fresher. So it may be difficult for Spurs to break this Crystal Palace team down, especially with Palace having a little bit more energy. And um, these two teams haven't exactly participated in barn burners as of late. Tottenham have only scored three goals in their three Premier League games so far. Crystal Palace have scored two and they both game both came in the same game. They drew blanks at uh, at Chelsea and they drew nil-nil at home to Brentford. So I love the under here. I think it's going to be a game where, where Tottenham are outrun by Crystal Palace for large periods of it. Crystal Palace are going to have a little bit more energy. So they're going to have the energy to defend and sit behind the ball here. And uh, I think Tottenham will find it difficult to break them down. I do think Tottenham will inevitably get that break 
through. So we could be looking at a fourth straight 1-0 win. But my stronger play here will be on the under. So under two and a half goals here between Tottenham and Crystal Palace at Crystal Palace. And that one's available at 4-5, to five, minus 125 here in this one. Up next, we look at a game here between Arsenal and Norwich. And people are amusingly calling this a relegation six-pointer. If you look at the table, that's exactly what it is, but we're only three games in. But in all seriousness, if Mikel Arteta doesn't win this game, how does Mikel Arteta keep his job as the Arsenal manager? If Arsenal aren't going to win this game against Norwich, how is Arteta going to keep his job? Who are they going to beat? I mean, they should be able to go on a run here if you look ahead at their, their next few fixtures. And they've had, obviously, a difficult start other than going to Brentford on the opening day. But this has to be a game where Arsenal's season takes off. They are available here at 5-9 uh, to nine to win this game. It's 7-2 to two on the draw and it's 6-1 to one on Norwich. I'm going to take Arsenal to win it. I just cannot see any other result here in this game. I can see Norwich scoring as these two sides have conceded a combined 19 goals after three matches so far. So it's difficult for me to see Arsenal keeping a clean sheet and being convincing here. But Arsenal have scored at least three goals in six of their last seven home league games against Norwich. Obviously, that data can be considered irrelevant because teams change. But Norwich always come to the Premier League with the, with the same sort of approach. It's Arsenal really that have probably lost more of their key players. But they're really not going to need to be an amazing team to beat Norwich here. Norwich have lost 17 of their last 20 Premier League matches. And the last time they played, Arsenal won 4-0. However, both sides scored in four of the previous six encounters. And I do like Norwich to be able to find a net here. I think that's value here at even money. But my stronger, more confident play here has to be on Arsenal because it's simply a case of, if not now, when? When is Arteta going to get this right? When are they going to win a game? When are they going to look at changing their manager? And for me, it's very easy to pick Arsenal here. And it's very easy to go big on Arsenal here. And even to have Arsenal as a lock potentially at the end of the show. Because my clients have a 6-1 to play on Mikel Arteta being the next manager sacked. That's off the back of the Brentford game. I looked ahead at the fixtures and already um, circled the fact that they would lose to Chelsea and Manchester City. I didn't think they would lose 5-0 and get embarrassed. But that's even more weight for the argument that Arteta needs to go. And I think this will be the final straw. Not winning this game against Norwich, I think, it will spell the end of Arteta. Even if they draw this game, that's the end of Arteta. That's why I'm comfortable here taking Arsenal because I have the backup. But in reality, I cannot see Arsenal losing this game. I cannot see Arsenal drawing this game. They have to win 17 defeats out of 20 for Norwich. They are the whipping boys here in the Premier League. They should be the team that go down bottom of the table because they simply don't do enough to stay in the Premier League. So Arsenal on the money line here at 5-9 to nine actually represents some value. I think this is the game where Arsenal do get right here tomorrow. Up next, we move on to a game here between Brentford and Brighton. Brentford are available here at 9 to 5. It's 21 to 10 to draw and it's 13 to 8 on Brighton. Both of these teams have had pretty decent starts to the season. I actually wouldn't consider 
any of these two relegation contenders. I didn't really consider them major contenders at the start, especially Brighton. And I especially don't now here after the start both of these two teams have made so far. Um, I'm looking at this being a game that Brentford will be looking to win. They'll be eyeing this up as a winnable fixture. So I like them as a underdog on the pick market here. Brighton have won just three of their 22 Premier League games in London. So it makes it difficult for me to see them getting an away win here against Brentford, who are unbeaten in the Premier League so far. Brentford have won each of their last six home games, which included beating Arsenal by two goals still on the opening day of the season. And the Seagulls have won just twice in their last nine league trips. So a lot of supporting data there. Also, you have a good start to the season here from Brentford. I'd be taking them here on the pick market as an underdog. Of course, this pushes if it's a draw and there's a real possibility it could be a draw. I see this being two equal teams. Brighton being possibly the slightly better because they're an established Premier League team, but Brentford being at home. And if you can beat Arsenal at home, you may be in with a shout of beating Brighton here as well. Up next, a game that's surprisingly not on TV. It's Leicester against Manchester City, where Man City are one to two favourites to win away to Leicester here. It's 16 to five the draw. And it's 9-2 on Leicester. Leicester could be a live dog here as well. Um, Manchester are missing some players that haven't come back from the Brazil team because there's a whole fiasco with Brazil and Argentina that we're not going to talk about here on this on this show. So I could definitely see Leicester avoiding a defeat. And I think there's good value there at plus 150, 6-4 for Leicester to avoid a defeat. I also see both teams scoring here in this game. 11 of the 20 Premier League meetings between these two teams that have been won by the away side. That would be my main concern. And both teams have scored in nine of Leicester's last 11 Premier League matches going into this one. Man City have now conceded in four of the last five Premier League away games. Some of that data extends onto the back of last season. And eight of Manchester City's last 10 Premier League games have actually featured over two and a half goals. So I see this being a very good attacking game. Um, Scott Carson in goal for Manchester City would be worrying for me if I'm a Manchester City supporter. So with all of that said, I like Leicester to avoid a defeat here. But I certainly see... Both teams scoring here in this game. Again, with Scott Carson in goal. That's available at 10 to 11. It's 10 to 11. Yes, 10 to 11. No, don't see a clean sheet here for City. And obviously, don't see a clean sheet here for Leicester either. Up next, we've got Southampton versus West Ham. Where Southampton are available here at 9 to 5. It's 13 to 5, the draw. And it's 11 to 8 here on West Ham. West Ham have had a very solid start to the season, continuing on from last year. They should be 100%, but they had a 2-2 draw against Palace. This is another game where I do see both teams scoring. West Ham's defence do look suspect after conceding two goals to Palace. And both teams have now scored in all of West Ham and Southampton's Premier League games so far. West Ham are unbeaten with seven points from their three games, whereas Southampton have just two from their three games so far. I see this being an attacking game. I don't think Southampton are the type of team that see West Ham coming and and think, yes, they're an established top side just because they got Europa League football last season and have made a good start to the season. I think this is a game they think is winnable. West Ham will obviously think it's a winnable game as well. So this could lead to goals. Both teams to score in this one is available at four to six. And that would be my lean here for this game. Up next, we look at Watford at home to Wolves, where Watford are the 23 to 10 underdogs. It's 9 to 4 on the draw, and it's 5 to 4 on Wolves. You could look at this and think it's ridiculous that Wolves are favourites, but this is when statistical data really comes into play because it's pretty shocking. 
that Wolves haven't won a game so far when they've dominated nearly every game they've played so far. They are top of the expected goals table for the Premier League. So at some point, they're going to get this right. Perhaps the international window will be helpful for them here and they can get some much-needed shooting practice in and turn those expected goals into actual goals in this one. So I do like Wolves here to, to win this game. I would be taking them here, though, on the pick market just in case it ends up being a draw because Watford have won their last 11 competitive home games, keeping clean sheets in nine of those fixtures. So this is a very difficult place to go. Wolves are yet to score a goal in the league this season and Watford, uh, sorry, and Wolves have lost their last three away games in the Premier League as well. So the data says Watford, but the statistical data, which is uh, the fact that Wolves have been dominating all of their games, including dominating a good Manchester United team on their own turf and still not scoring a goal. And that did require a couple of miracle saves from David De Gea. I think they're a good shout here to get it right at Watford. I like them as a pick even though it goes against a lot of what we're seeing here in terms of the historical data, but the statistical data points to Wolverhampton Wanderers, whereas the um, trends and historical data points to Watford. Up next, we move on to the final game on Saturday. It's Chelsea at home to Aston Villa. Chelsea are the 1-3 to favourites to win this game. It's 17-4 to the draw, and it's 10-1 to here on the Villa Difficult game to find a bet for when Chelsea are such a short favourite. But I think the thing to do is to continue riding Chelsea to win with a clean sheet. So Chelsea to nil here at even money. Chelsea have seven points from three Premier League games and have conceded just one goal. They also managed to hold out for 45 minutes with 10 men at Anfield. And that is a difficult thing to do. The Blues have five clean sheets in the last seven at Stamford Bridge. And uh, Aston Villa actually lost the last away game to Watford in the opening round of games here in the Premier League. So coming to um, Chelsea is going to be a difficult task. They're also going to be without their goalkeeper here. He's a part of the whole Argentina-Brazil scandal. That's going to be a big miss, but that's obviously going to be more relevant if you're taking a play for for Chelsea to run up the score here. So perhaps you could be looking at handicaps. I'm going to stick with the Tanil thing. I think it cashes more often than not. And if you're still getting it even money, it's still a play that you should be riding until you see anything otherwise. I don't at the moment. So Chelsea to nil will be my play here for this one. We move on to Sunday's games and we have Leeds versus Liverpool. Well, Sunday's one sole game and it's Leeds versus Liverpool. It's a big one. Leeds are available here at 10 to 3. It's 3 to 1 on the draw and it's 4 to 5 here on Liverpool. Liverpool missing some players as well as a result of this fiasco. But I think this is a game that's tailor-made for them. I don't think that Leeds do well against the big sides. They don't have the capability to sit in and pay respect to these teams. They have one way of playing, which is pressing high up the pitch and uh, playing the way that Leeds play, which is the heavy metal Bielsa football. I think that leaves them susceptible to better teams getting in and behind them and sometimes running up high score lines. We saw Man United and Spurs do it last season. We saw Man United do it at the start of this season. And uh, I think we could see more of the same here. While I'm not necessarily picking Liverpool to to put up a massive scoreline here and to cover any significant handicap, I do like Liverpool to definitely win this game, especially we're getting the value of 4-5 to five here. So Liverpool 4-5 minus 125 here will be my play in this one final game is Everton versus Burnley on Monday where Everton are available here also at 4-5 to five. it's 13-5 to five the draw and it's 4-1 to one here on Burnley 
Everton have made a solid start to the season and you have to just continue to ride them here. Uh, they don't have a whole load of international players, but they do have more than Burnley. But getting till Monday is going to be the key. I don't know if I'd be as confident in taking Everton again here on Saturday, if they were playing on Saturday, because they are so inconsistent. But Rafa Benitez seems to be doing a very, very good job there. Everton have had a very, very good start to the season. And there's no reason here not to take them here on Monday night. Their international players are well rested. They've had a good start to the season. They're coming up here against relatively weak opposition. I do think Burnley they're definitely going to be in the relegation dogfight this season. So I see no reason not to take Everton on the money line. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. Everton on the money line on Monday night. Again, also available at four to five. Closing out with a lock on this week's EPL show. I know guys want something from the from the Man United game because obviously that's going to have a lot of focus on it. And the guys in America can actually watch this. Because of the 3 p.m. lockout, um, the English the English people can't watch this game because it's illegal to show 3 p.m. games when there are other games going because the philosophy is, is that the smaller teams in the lower divisions, it will lower their attendance if there's a big game on at 3 p.m. So that's why it doesn't happen. And they weren't able to change it. So Cristiano Ronaldo's debut won't be seen by most of the people in the UK except people people like me who are actually going to the ground. So it will be airing on, on Sky after it's done. It will be on MUTV and of course it will be on BBC Match of the Day. But those folks in the US, you will be able to see this game, I assume, on NBC. So I would uh, I would take um, Manchester United and over two and a half goals in this one. But um, I want to give out a couple of locks this week because I cannot avoid playing Arsenal. For me, this is just such a must-win spot. It is the must-win spots of must-win spots. And it's very, very winnable. I think Arsenal have far better players. You're playing against a team here that have lost 17 of their last 20 Premier League games. And I keep asking a question, and I'll ask it again. And this is why this is the lock here. If not now, then when? If not now, if Arsenal don't win now, then when are they going to win? So... I'll be taking uh, Arsenal. In fact, if I was to put these in order, I think Arsenal are my number one lock. And Manchester United, I'm really just giving out because there's never been so much focus on a game that isn't Man United versus Manchester City or Man United versus Liverpool or Liverpool versus Man City or, or Chelsea versus any of these teams. This is just Man United versus Newcastle. But it's all about Cristiano Ronaldo, the, the new, once again, number seven of Man United. And as I said, I'll be there to watch this one on Saturday. But that's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.